What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. 98.5 weekdays with Mike. That was John Legend and all of me. Good to have your company this morning. Now, as mentioned earlier, the uh, our prayers continue to go out for the family of seven-year-old Ashwa, has, who has publicly released uh, a report into her death. The report did identify seven contributing factors to Ashwa's death, including communication issues between staff and uh, and her parents. Joining me on the line this morning is Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group. Simon, good morning, and it's um, it's good to talk to you this morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, obviously, yeah, this is uh, huge news in in Perth and Western Australia. Uh, there's a lot still coming out with this, I realise, but the report has been released. Can I just ask you, is this a systemic issue or isolated incident, do you think? Half the job in preparing to talk about this, I think, for any lawyer um, being asked to comment, is to try and look at both sides, not just the um, 29-page report and uh, all of the comments rightly and understandably made by family, but also to try and... uh, get to the bottom of comments being made by the nurses who have been, as I understand it, stood down today and by the different doctors and others who are involved um, in effectively an analysis of of what went so wrong. And it's also noteworthy that the Minister, Roger Cook, makes a comment that on the face of it I think is quite fair, which is that anybody who was not in the ED at that particular time can't be judge and jury. I mean, I respect that comment, but uh, at the end of the day, after looking at both sides and seeing just how large the panel was that compiled the report, um, it is pretty clear that we are talking here about an isolated incident on this day, but a series of problems, major problems, that could uh, lead to this happening again and again if there is not major reform. Well, just on that report, um, there's lots of alleged mistakes and errors, as you know, as it's been highlighted, that led to the seven-year-old's death. What happens now, Simon? Who's going to fix these mistakes, and, and how do they go about it? The union for the nurses is, you know, understandably concerned. Staff are very concerned that uh, the wrong people will be made a scapegoat. Um, I think that's something that's probably inevitable. I think we're already seeing some of that happening. Uh, I doubt that everybody involved here will retain their positions. That would be my guess. But that's not actually going to fix the mistakes when, at the end of the day, one of the biggest problems here appears to be understaffing. Mm. And this has been one of the major criticisms levelled at um, the McGowan government for a long while now in that, you know, we have built many new hospitals over the last uh, couple of decades in this state. The problem's not uh, the lack of hospitals, it's been a recruitment drive that's failed and um, we we actually have a lot of empty wards, we have a lot of unfilled jobs. So unless staff uh, are actually going to be supplemented and there's going to be enough of them in the ED or any other part of the um, health system, it seems pretty clear to me that not just from a social commentary perspective but a legal perspective, the system isn't going to be able to fulfil its overall duty of care to the general public. And at the end of the day, 
we pay taxes so that that is done properly, that we are looked after. Um, and so the real answer to your question is this is this is sitting on the state government's um, uh, steps. They need to deal with it in a systematic and thorough manner, not just scapegoating. Mm. Simon, we'll take a break. You okay to hold on there? We'll come back and chat some more. No problem. With my guest on the line this morning is Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group. Back after this one. We're on at 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike. Simon Creek from HHG Legal is on the phone. We're talking about this uh, this uh, awful um, issue with the seven-year-old Ashwa uh, has publicly released the report into her death um, the other recently. Simon, they've now the I noticed the Child and Adolescent Health Service Board Chair Deb has now uh, resigned, and also the Chief Executive also uh, has resigned in the wake of this report. They're also now talking and calling for an independent inquiry. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Where do we, you know, do we need one? What does that look like and what's that going to achieve? They're good questions. Um, I think perhaps we could sum those up by saying or asking what are all of the different legal avenues available and likely to be applied here to actually coming up with resolutions, not just mm. further reports that all conclude the same thing because by now nobody's arguing that um, things went well. Uh, the, the evidence against the state government here is damning. And, uh, yeah, I, I have heard many people say, what is the point of just another inquiry? How is this actually going to be fixed? So, first of all, um, I think it's important to note that uh, it's likely that Ashwa's parents will seek compensation um, for this. It's a tragedy that would appear to have been able to be avoided, um, but for uh, negligence and other issues. So that's something I think would be fair and appropriate in the circumstances, and it'll be interesting to see how the state government handles that. Second, uh, yes, those senior resignations. Look, I guess on the face of it, that sounds like proper and appropriate behaviour. Perhaps their resignations were even asked for. But again, does it fix anything mm -hmm. to remove senior expertise from a system that is already understaffed and as far as we can also tell, relatively inexperienced, given the number of junior staff that were involved in all of this going so badly wrong. Um, the coronial inquiry will no doubt find much the same thing uh, as the report has done so far. The cause of death is quite obvious. Um, I just think this is exactly where um, a government and really a Premier and certainly a Health Minister need to step up and take personal ownership of a full-blown review of the things they already know went wrong and refusing to settle until they are able to present Ashworth's parents and indeed the entire public with a comprehensive solution. Not band-aids, not uh, something just to patch things up so we hope this won't happen again, but a complete reform of everything from the triage system in emergency that, that, that time um, through to even some of the unusual ethnic issues which arose, um, and I just might note this because it's interesting uh, and important, is that there was a sign apparently, and I have had this from a friend of the family, in uh, the emergency department that simply asked people to be quiet and not uh, 
get aggressive or cause a fuss. Now, to you or I, when our child was as ill as Ash were, was fast becoming, we would ignore that and we would make a fuss. That, yeah. That's the Australian way, if you like. But these parents have um, admitted later that they culturally took that very seriously as a government direction and so didn't become as agitated as you or I might. Little things like that are really important um, in an emergency department. So raft of things here that can't be covered up, band-aids aren't enough. We've got the hospitals, we need more staff, we need the wards open, and it seems to me that we need a full-blown assessment from the Minister down of uh, what role the actual state government has played in all of this. Simon, well spoken. Can I? We'll take a break, we'll come back and wrap things up. You OK to hang on a bit? I am. Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group is on the phone. We'll be back after this one. Ninety-eight five weekdays with Mike joining me on the phone this morning is Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group. We are talking about the public released report into seven-year-old Ashwa's death. Simon, just to finish off this morning, um, in your opinion, what are your thoughts on? Has this damaged the trust factor in our hospitals and our gen in our healthcare system generally? I think it's hard to say it hasn't. At least in the short term, um, I think this is rock first, uh, the, the upset across the board seems to be as serious as I think it should be. Um, we all feel for these poor parents mm. and any any mother or father is, is, can only imagine what they are currently going through. Um, I think the positive is that while this is, is of no comfort um, to these parents, we do know we have a wonderful um, health system on an international comparative basis. Uh, we do know that we have um, a number of very new hospitals. Uh, we've been able, as a state and as a country, to spend billions of dollars on infrastructure. And, you know, I guess you can still see, even on, on the, uh, the night of, of this sad death, that um, Ashwa was uh, at least first... I guess, inspected within 10 minutes of arriving. And there were 19 doctors and 15 nurses on duty amidst 41 patients. Now, to me, uh, that doesn't seem like a bad ratio. Mm -hmm. It's just that the systems and procedures and the management of it all fell in a hole. So I think the positive we have to focus on here is that we have a state government that is well capable of reforming this if it is uh, inclined to do so. The funding is there. We're in a wealthy state. We all know that. Um, and we can look forward, I think, to things happening much better in the future. The only upside whenever you see a tragedy like this is that it does force the system to get better. Simon, well said. We really appreciate you coming on and having a chat about this uh, today. And we'll catch up. I uh, look forward to having a chat with you uh, next Wednesday. Sounds good. Good on you, Simon. My guest on the line this morning has been Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group. We've been uh, chatting about uh, the, the family have released a public report into a seven-year-old Ashwa's death. You are on 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike. Good morning.
For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.